Welcome to the Western New York Entrepreneur Podcast, helping Western New York entrepreneurs take the next step in their business. If you love Western New York and entrepreneurship, this is the podcast for you. Whether you have been in business for 20 years or 20 minutes, there is something for everyone. David Schaub interviews the top entrepreneurs in Western New York so you can take your next step in your own business. Hey, welcome to today's podcast. Welcome to Western New York Entrepreneur, where we help entrepreneurs take the next step in their own business. And uh, today, uh, we have a really cool person to interview here today. We have Sean Heidinger. Uh, he's the business and development and incubation manager here at uh, well, not 42 North. It's t- it was technically Dig, right? Uh, well, technically, it's the Innovation Center. Um, okay. So I work, so it's a, a common misconception, right? So we should just clear it up now. Yeah, right? clear it so up. So I work for the Buffalo Niagara Medical Campus. Mm-hmm. It's an organization, a not-for-profit organization that um, that owns a considerable amount of real estate and uh, parking here on the medical campus. Mm-hmm. One of the pieces of real estate that we own is the Innovation Center, which mm-hmm. is kind of my home base, right? So the Innovation Center is, in my opinion, the place to be in regards to innovation and entrepreneurship here in Buffalo. While there are a number of new places popping up all over the place, which is encouraged and welcomed, uh, we still were, you know, kind of the pioneer of um, of the uh, entrepreneurial kind of mm, hyper-focus, if you will, in, okay. in, in Western New York. So the Innovation Center is, uh, is, is my home, and uh, within the building there uh, is DIG, a co-working and event space. There, It's also home to 43 North and Z80 Labs. 43 North, I was one. one you were one number off. off. 42 <laughs> North is the awesome brewery yep. in East Aurora. Yeah. So... That's cool. So I, I, me and Sean met for our listeners out there. I always seem floating around here, you know, and, uh, you know, me and Sean met a couple of times and I was really excited to get him on the podcast. In fact, the guy's so busy. We had to plan this like two months in advance or three months and a couple of dates thrown out there. So I just appreciate your time, Sean. I know you're a busy guy and, and Sean is constantly, you know, uh, running events and just being involved in everything that, that really the Buffalo has to offer. So that being said, Sean, what, what's coming up for you guys? Uh, anything you want to promote on the air, by the way, at all? Yeah, I mean, we have tons of stuff going on. As you can imagine, the holiday season presents a number of opportunities to not only build your ecosystem, but at the same time, give back to your ecosystem, you know? Mm-hmm. So I guess the couple events that I'm most excited about are um, on Monday, this upcoming in Monday, uh, it's December 16th, uh, we have a startup grind, which is featuring the co-founders of the 11 day power play. Mm-hmm. So it's for the, it's the first time where I'm actually featuring a, a charitable organization in, uh, by means of entrepreneurship, you know, so, um, I'm excited to sit down with Michael and Amy and talk about how they built, uh, the 11 day power play from just an idea into this, you know, charitable giant that is now, you know, one, a Guinness book of world record yep, holder. Yep. But at the same time, generates uh, that's generated over four million dollars so far for Roswell, among other, um, you know, um, hospitals and, and people in need. So um, I'm excited about that event specifically, just because it's the first time we've ever really, you know, being December, it's always like you know you want to do a feel good event. This event for the first time is free and open to the public. It's usually a small cost and closed to kind of the innovation center tenants, but uh, this time we're doing it a little bit differently. And, uh, and I'm really excited just to, to learn about uh, doing well as a business by doing good in the community. Mm-hmm. So that's, 
to me, the most exciting event coming up. Yeah. So, so that being said, you know, a, a question that pops in my <clears> head is: it seems like you're involved with a lot of different businesses in the area. You know, whether it's you know hosting them or just getting them involved. So, my question is: how do you how do you so net well networked? How do you meet these people? Is it just because they're coming in throughout all the time, or are you constantly going to events? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, so if you so I'm in the innovation center every single day, right? And the the unique the unique thing about the Innovation Center and and, uh, and and how we build our business here is that we don't actually do any outreach, right? Okay. The, the outreach that we do is getting people to come here. So that is by drawing them in with events, with speakers, with, um, you know, free open, open to the public days in our co-working space, uh, other tenants that have meetings here, groups that rent the space because we, we rent out our various event spaces and uh, classrooms to groups not only on the medical campus but throughout western new york mm -hmm. and when when people come in for any reason it's an opportunity for me to showcase what's going on here mm -hmm. and uh and take the chance that they're going to say wow this is awesome i want to come back yeah so, so we call it like a commercial visit you know so outside of people coming into the building we don't have much going out mm -hmm. advertising wise to build the business so so how do you track people if you're not advertising i guess using your words so how do we track them yeah uh through events you said right right yeah so events are the primary focus when, when it comes to us uh gathering data and and um and i guess what we do is we we track who comes in and then who comes back and what the events that they tr that they come to mm -hmm. and once we realize that somebody's really truly engaged it's it's my job to take it to the next level mm -hmm. reach out to them and say you know we've noticed that you that you've been here a number of times you know you came in for a tour how can we you know how can we help you are you entrepreneurial are you do you have an idea are you nervous about making the jump from your real job are you working on something in your parents basement mm -hmm. what can we do to help you yeah because there's there's really there's an opportunity here for every type of business, whether it's an idea, or whether it's a you know a significantly large business from out of town that's looking to break into the uh, Buffalo market or the even the United States from Toronto. So we have um, we have options for everybody. We have cost uh, you know cost uh, levels for every type of person or business, from your freelancer that's sick of the coffee shop to the big company that's looking to modernize their office a little bit. We have something for everybody, and I, I think that our appeal to everybody helps us to stay relevant. Yeah, I think what's so cool is one of the few times that I've been here is that it seems like it's a very collaborative space. Right. You know, what's, what's cool is that if you want to be by yourself, you can. If you just want to get things, sometimes I have to be out of my environment uh, to, to get new ideas or just really be myself so nobody's bothering me. Right. And then sometimes I like to go places where I can collaborate. So here it seems like you can do both. And, and I've seen the prices before. They're, if you don't mind me saying it, I think they're stupid cheap. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so if you don't mind me saying that. So so if someone needs, sometimes they want to, be, um, want to pay an absorbent amount or even a, a good amount for their own space, but they want their own space, I think, dig here. Uh, it's on Ellicott Street, Mike, correct? Right, yeah, we're yeah, right on Ellicott Street, right in the heart of the medical campus. And, you know, it's a lot of people always ask, you know, why, what's up with DIG? You know, what's mm -hmm. with the co-working space? You know, why is it so cheap? And really, what does it do? Mm -hmm. You know, so for me, it's a, it's an opportunity, it's a cost-effective opportunity for me to, uh, cost-effective 
by the user, right? For, for, for my company, it's hard to justify operating dig because it's not a moneymaker. But what it does do is it keeps a, it's basically a thermometer for me in the ecosystem to keep tabs on what's out there. What are the great ideas? What are people working on? And how do we, once we learn about them and get them into dig, or even we give away free memberships all the time. So if you're working on something that you're passionate about, or even, you know, even you can't afford it right now, and it's $150 a month, mm -hmm. Um, that's okay. You know, you're going to get there one day and we're going to help you out to get there. So, um, so for me, dig is a temperature, you know, it, 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 or a thermometer. I'm sorry. It helps me to keep a temperature on what's out there. And once we learn about what's out there, we can, we can start to facilitate them into the rest of our resources. Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty of the Innovation Center. It's really, you know, anybody can go and get space anywhere, but it's what you get, the value add by being here that makes it truly special. And, and what you're looking for. So, um, I like being around like-minded people, so I think that's important. But not to switch gears too much here, but it seems like you guys are constantly running events um, or even doing events. So in your case, you're talking about how you're running an event outside of community uh, beer works. Right. So for for us that uh, us entrepreneurs that are listening, that are thinking about running events, whether they're small, large, um, getting our business involved, or just having new ideas, what ideas or tips do you have for people that are thinking about running events? Wow, that's that's a tough question. Um, <clears throat> my advice would be to go for it. You know, you don't know what you don't know, right? Or uh, find somebody that so, find somebody in the community that is passionate about the same thing. Because when if you if you're thinking about if you're think, oh, sorry. it's Sam. Sam, you gotta go, you're in a, you're yeah, right. we're recording. Sorry. Sorry, we'll sorry, everybody. It's truly a collaborative uh, environment here. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> get out. <laughs> Just kidding. Go on. Uh, so, what was I saying? I'm oh, sorry. Oh, you're talking about events, and you're talking about um, teaming up with people. Got it. Yeah. yeah. So, if you if you if you have an idea for an event, obviously there's a reason why you're doing it. There's a goal, right? And I'm the type of person I never really wanted to do anything alone. That's why. Like you mentioned, Community Beer Works, we do, we do a, it's not entrepreneurial at all, but we are passionate about Seinfeld, right? So we, we teamed up with Harry Zemsky at Hydraulic Hearth. We teamed up with uh, the gentleman at Community Beer Works, their whole team, and, uh, and we put on a Seinfeld event every year. Yeah. To be honest with you, I would have never done it alone. Mm -hmm. But because so I had, had some uh, friends that really, or just, uh, you know, they love Seinfeld as much. Yeah, as but you. they they also brought more to the table that I, you know, that wasn't my skill set. Mm -hmm. You know, so so by power and numbers and being collaborative, we we have nailed this event, and it's we're now six years deep, and it's a true success, right? Mm -hmm. Even we actually brought the soup Nazi to Buffalo mm -hmm. two years ago, and it was, in my in my opinion, it was the best. Festivus Seinfeld mm -hmm. event in the world, but yeah. that's to be debated. I'm right? biased. So. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But that's so cool, though. So I, I totally agree. So for our listeners out there, a lot of things that I just got, you know grabbed from what he just said here is that you know just don't don't try to do it alone. <laughs> try to have different minds that have the same passions, but a lot of minds work differently. They bring different. You know, for me, I'm not a very detail oriented person, so I'm more of a vision caster. I need someone's more detail oriented that can do the logistics and you know and different insights. So uh, make sure you team up with somebody that's as passionate as you, and don't try to fit. Some somebody uh, a square peg in a round hole which I mean is if they're not passionate about it just maybe they're just gonna try to get excited with you to share your passion but they're not really passionate about it make sure someone's actually passionate about it right and the, and the power in numbers is because uh, like Dave if you and I were to do an event together you would have a totally different um, you know network and community to bring to the event so by just by simply you and I teaming up, we've already doubled our potential market. So uh, my advice for anybody out there to, that are, that are passionate about starting an event or building a community is to go for it. You know, the worst thing you're going to do is fail, and I think everybody on this podcast knows that you, all you can do from failing is learn. Mm -hmm. So 
you know, I, I, I'm super passionate about events and I'd be happy to chat with anybody to help them. In fact, I have space, I have resources, whatever you need. If you'd like to host an event at the Innovation Center, we're happy to help you out. Yeah. So speaking of uh, events again, you know, we're going to, you know, the Western Entrepreneur Podcast is actually talking to breweries, distilleries to do events. And I know one event we are going to do is going to be at Dig. Right. So we talked about that before, you know, months and months ago, mm-hmm. we were originally talking about having you on the podcast. So. So I disagree with you. But you know what's so funny is usually when we start the podcast, Sean, we usually talk about their story. Like, hey, what got you to where you are today? So what's cool is what's cool is that we're doing a little different today. And I really, I really like that. So if you don't mind asking, whatever you feel comfortable sharing on the air sure. to our entrepreneur listeners. But um, so, you know, how, you know, what really is your journey of entrepreneurship or what got you involved with all this? Uh, right. Whatever you want to share. Man. Yeah. So I'll do it quickly because it's a long story. And, and to be honest with you, I never really was. I mean, I was I'm entrepreneurial for sure. But, you know, a lot of the a lot of the cats around here are like, you know, I used to have a tech company or I started this incredible not for profit. My my entrepreneurial endeavors were as follows. Right. So in in um, in high school, I went to nickel school and we we never had they do now. They have an awesome entrepreneurship program now. And we play a large role in that and host them and and uh, and help them think through their whole program. But um, and it's really great to see that kids are getting access to entrepreneurship now you know yeah originally after <laughs> right and uh and so when i was in uh, when i was in senior in high school everybody had to do a senior project and my i what i decided to do was to start a brand and i didn't know what i wanted to do but i knew that i had a connection through nickels to new era cap mm-hmm. so what i did was and, and at the time you know like the custom caps were all the rage so i decided to start a brand of my own and uh, you know, fast forward a couple of years, the brand continued. It was a project that I did through college, and then um, and then I ended up back in after a after a uh, few years in the music industry. I toured for quite some time, came back to Buffalo, and uh, ended up at Art Voice, which was you know the uh, alternative weekly newspaper. And Art Voice was an awesome experience. Oh, sorry, <laughs> Art Voice was a really awesome experience, uh, but. Uh, but all good things come to an end in the paper. Uh, it was a newspaper, you know, yeah. and things are turning digital these days. So the newspaper struggled to compete with the digital, um, the digital aspects. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so it was time for a change. So, you know, f- uh, five of us from Art Voice got together, left Art Voice and started our own newspaper. But the idea was the newspaper was going to be heavily digital while still in print. So our website would be the true driver. It wasn't the public, than, was it? It was the public. So you must know Corey Perla. I know Corey Perla yeah. quite well, too okay. well almost. Right. I'd, I'd <laughs> like well. to give back some of our friendship. Cool. If I, I was could. I was featured once when I wrote a book there, and Corey Corey Perla, who I met previously, just randomly, and he, yeah, when I wrote a book, he featured it. So that's so cool. Yeah, Corey's a great guy, and his haircut was the best thing he ever did for himself. Yeah, <laughs> I was just joking. Just joking. <laughs> Sorry, Corey. He, he and I, uh, I, I was just actually at his wedding. It was an awesome wedding. Tons of friends in from out of town. Really great to see that he's doing well. That's so cool. He actually works across the street at the uh, CBLS, so we, I see him on campus once in a while. Very cool. Um, but yeah, so I uh, ended up at the public, you know, and like another thing, all good things come to an end. The public didn't last long, but it was about the journey. It was about what we learned doing that. And uh, while while I was at the public, uh, my sister who works here at 43 North said that the Buffalo Niagara Medical Campus is looking for a new um, a new uh, person to run dig co-working space and i went for it and the stars aligned and i got it that's so, so cool. that was the beginning of my journey now we are i've been i just passed my fourth year here at the medical campus and i uh, couldn't be happier couldn't be more excited about what's on what's in the future hey really quick 
We have some really exciting things going on with the Western New York Entrepreneur Podcast. We're having events every single month where we're having free food and maybe some free drinks, depending on the venue that we're having at. But if you love networking, free food, and free drinks, you got to head over to westernnewyorkentrepreneur.com to sign up for emails to know when our next event is. So we're having events RSVPing right now. So if you haven't RSVP yet or want to know about the events, head over to the website, westernnewyorkentrepreneur.com. Again, WNYentrepreneur.com. And also, again, if you love this podcast, make sure you rate it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google, whatever your platform is. Make sure you rate it. Give us a review. And uh, make sure you tell the entrepreneurs about this because this is just too good to contain. So I'm excited for what's going on with our events and our podcast and our future. So keep uh, keep listening. And uh, here's coming back to your podcast. That's cool. Well, thanks for sharing that. That that wasn't that long. I think it was perfect. Not too. I had done a podcast before, and it took me like 20 minutes. So I was like, okay, let's just. That that was practice for us. I appreciate (laughs) you getting that out there. Um, But that being said, what do you think was one of the biggest things you've learned from all those experiences? Like, you know what? I really grabbed this out of that. I know it's not just one thing, but a couple of things that stuck out to you. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think that there's a couple of things. My immediate takeaways were the true power of collaboration, right? And combining networks for for the ultimate success. One of my major one of my major uh, responsibilities at the public was our events, and I was coming from Art Voice where we did you know like the Mardi Gras parade and we did these large scale events, but there was no true connection from the people that attended the events to the paper. Right? It was just like all right, these people are blazing down Allen Street with a whole bunch of uh, with floats. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll step outside of the pink and see what's going on. Yeah. For me, it was like, let's do an event that engages a number of different, um, you know, uh, different companies and organizations in Buffalo and pull it all together into one event. So the, the event that uh, I was most proud of was uh, was called Moving On Up, right? And it was a celebratory event for when the office, well, I'm sorry, when the public moved from our first office, which is now the Labatt Blue House. Yeah. And, uh, and we moved into an awesome space right on Main Street, um, and it was, uh, we teamed up with Ashkers. And mm-hmm. they, they gave us some space at a really amazing cost, and we were able to move on up, you know. Yeah. So with that in mind, we teamed up with uh, uh, local photographers and Mercy Flight. Mm-hmm. And Mercy Flight was like, listen, we want to do an event, a fundraiser. But we don't know what we're doing. It's got to be a small-scale event. It's just we want to add to our repertoire of events. Mm-hmm. I said, well, why don't you take us, uh, myself and a couple of photographers up in the helicopter and we'll drive around, you know, Western New York. We'll take some incredible photos and then we'll, we'll have an art show mm-hmm. or, a fo- you know, a photo expose, if you will. That's cool. And we tied in, you know, so it became a charitable event. It instantly connected people to the public, which was a great brand. It, uh, it also tied in local artists and photographers. And at the end of the day, I bet about 400 people came through our office doors. Wow. So all of the, everything sold, we raised a lot of money, we connected brands, and to this day, that event is still talked about in my circle. So mm-hmm. for me, it was, yeah, we could just have a happy hour at a bar, but why do that when we can engage artists and not-for-profits and you know, charitable organizations, and it, while at the same time building our own brand? Mm-hmm. So that, for me, was a true success, and the, uh, at the heart of it was great design, great photography, um, great community building, and true collaboration. 
Yeah, so it's so cool. So, you know, to me, I'm always thinking, how do I attract more people uh, to what we're doing? Because, you know, again, I love Western York. I love business. I love entrepreneurial spirits. I love, I love deep thinkers. And I love bringing them together. So that's really what this podcast is about. And we're all on this journey of entrepreneurship together. So for me, I'm like, man, how did he, my, my brain's trying to wrap around. I'm like, how did he attract 400 people? That's so cool. He teamed up right. with Mercy Flight. So what did you do? Just like post like, hey, we're doing this charity event. Like, I feel like there's something I'm missing. Right. Well, we, we had, uh, we obviously had the reach of the paper already. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And that was in print and online. And, uh, and that was really great. But we did leverage Facebook. You mm-hmm. know, Facebook um and we just we, you know we hit the ground running we were just inviting our friends and um and i would do you know a countdown i would do a countdown post every day in the event so that it would you know re-register in people's brains yeah. and, and, and on their pages Jeez, that yeah. that this is an event that they need to be at it was free you know that always helps there was uh we teamed up with local breweries and distilleries to do sampling on site um uh, you know, that's it was cool. That's cool, Sean. So for me, I'm so already it was over- the overlapping <laughs> of so many networks that yeah. allowed it for, you know, it was an it was an it was an event that you couldn't miss whether you were there physically or on the on the internet you could not miss it yeah and i think it's so cool that sometimes we just post once like why nobody show up like well you can't just send an email out and a couple posts and that's it like there's right. a lot of the more that goes in the funnel the more that comes out and for me one that i'm grabbing too from this is that when you're getting more people involved and you're pulling the heartstrings of all these different you know people uh in a good way uh, i think that that just attracts people so much so I think that's really cool. So um, I mean, we're posting but, videos like from the helicopter, you know, just like uh, just little promo videos we're shooting as we're driving over Niagara Falls, mm-hmm. you know, or or just over LaSalle Park or whatever. But it was just little viral things that helped to uh, to, to add to the the experience before you even got to the event. Yeah. So it was it was it was, it like was truly amazing. Yeah. And uh, and the amount of people that came the the. The nature of the people that came to it was, you know, the people you see hanging out in Allentown, people you see at Hutch's, people you see at the Buffalo Club. You yeah. know, so it was, uh, it was, it was really amazing the, um, the 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 diversity of the people that came. It was, you know, everybody. The hot item right now is diversity and inclusion. In that event, we truly nailed it. Yeah, that, so, is, that is so cool. And congrats on that success, man. Thank you. But I'm gonna knock you down a peg here. Okay. What was the worst event you ever threw? Oof. <laughs> Or maybe you thought like it'd be bigger than it was, because I mean I've done things where I'm like I thought that was gonna be a lot better. Right. <laughs> so you know what it happens. It happens a lot. You get high expectations, and then you know you you get bummed out because not a lot of people came. But mm-hmm. but then you got to think back at you know we've done startup grinds where it was very low attendance. But if I can hear from one of the attendees that that event connected with them personally, then it's a success for me. You know so. Um, yeah, there's not. I mean, I can think of a one event that I that I did. It was not an entrepreneurial event, but I just did not prepare well as far as staffing, mm-hmm. and uh, and it was just it wasn't a disaster, but it was the most spread out I've ever been in my entire life. Yeah, too many hats. Too many hats, and yeah, uh, yeah the, So make sure you tough. at least have someone to help you out, even if it's just the the simple things of welcoming people. Yeah, right? no, yeah not feel... one person can do everything by themselves. And I admittedly struggle with that. I never think about staffing. I never think about asking for help. But it is like, if your friends are going to support you, tell them to A, buy a ticket, and B, ask them for help. Mm-hmm. Because if they say, hey, can I get on the guest list, then they're really not like, no, support me, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, um that was one thing I took away from the music industry. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. So, um, so what band was it, or like, um, 
I know you talked about you toured for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so I, 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 I was in a, like a, a management role, started in Buffalo with Cute is What We Aim For, and then they yeah. uh, they came to an end, and I, I had, you know, I was so either... you were the manager I, for that? I was a tour manager. Get out of here. Yeah, so, so, cool. um, so then I had the choice to either go home or, st- or go home or stay on tour, and at that point you have to leverage your connections in the community that you've uh, kind of, you've become part of, and that is like, that's people that are on tour, you know? Mm-hmm. So at that point I started connecting with others that I would rely on for, for good work. And mm-hmm. it ended up going for another couple of years. So, you know, at some point you get, you know, you get homesick and you're sick of living on a bus and you want to, you want to finally get a dog and you want to <laughs> actually be with your girlfriend and, um, and coming back to Buffalo was the best decision I ever made. That's so cool. Welcome home. I know that's awesome. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> but uh, I felt like that was a commercial. Welcome home. But uh, that being said, so obviously collaboration is huge for you. Events. So if I were to describe you in two words, it'd be collaboration and events. Right. So we talked about events. But let's talk about collaboration. So for do you have any tips for our um, entrepreneurs that are listening here in terms of collaborating? Of course, there's networking. There's B&Is. There's chambers of commerce. But do you feel like there's something else that we're missing to, to collaborate with others? Yeah. I, well, my biggest thing here at the Innovation Center is organic collaboration, mm-hmm. right? So we uh, so we host a ton of different types of events here for our tenants. You know, we'll do like tomorrow morning, we have breakfast blend and you've been to breakfast mm-hmm. blend before. Um, we have beakers and beer, which is an event that's for the entire medical campus. So next thing you know, you're, you're an entrepreneur, but you're getting to know people that work at Roswell or at Kaleida or, you know, even they, even they, uh, companies from within the innovation center that you haven't met yet, mm-hmm. but you're in a, you're in a, you know, you're in a unique forum where it's cool to talk to anybody, you know, and you never know who you're going to meet. So the most important part about these events is the program. And it's, tip, it's usually me where I will, you know, rudely interrupt everybody and say, okay, you know, we have, uh, we have a, uh, a short program here, whether it's my announcements for the community or some forced, ne- or forced uh, introductions that I've I- identified ahead of time. Um, but the... You just point across the stage. Like, yeah, Melanie, I just say, you need, you to, need to know to this Mary. person. Because when you think about it, like... You know, a marketing group that's new that specializes in healthcare needs to know the person from Kaleida Health mm-hmm. that is looking for help with their marketing, mm-hmm. right? And typically, the companies that we're, we're trying to attract here at the Innovation Center are MWBE or freelancers or entrepreneurs, right? So that means that an account with Collider, an account with Roswell, or an account with anybody, another growing company could change the future of that company, mm-hmm. you know? And that's a connection that only I can see or... Um, other other team members of mine. So yeah. that is the that's the organic collaboration that I think is so valuable here. Where you know even in Dig, like we'll have a Dig luncheon, and I'll and we'll have a small enough group where I can say, okay, everybody go around, and we have new members every week, and that new member will say, hey, what's up? I'm Dave. I have run a I run a Western New York Entrepreneur podcast, and then all of a sudden you got ten entrepreneurs who are like, hey, Dave, I'd love to be on that. Yeah, you know, so. It's that organic collaboration that is uh, is truly special, but also very valuable. And and I feel like the Innovation Center is only one of the very few places that that really actually happens, and we've seen success. Yeah, and it's very consistent. As I like oh, about it's it. daily. It's, it's so consistent. So so I mean, um, at least I'm wondering. Like I imagine our listeners are as well. Where do they find all these events? Is there a website? Like how do right? They, yeah. You know? So we have we have a really killer website. Um, it's called it's just bnmc.org. And on the BNMC, BNMC, as in Buffalo Niagara Medical Campus, okay. BNMC.org, on that website, there's a, an events calendar, and it's events from all over campus. And, you know, it's anything from free yoga outside to beakers and beer to startup grind, breakfast blend, you name it, mm-hmm. it's all there. 
Okay, cool. So yeah, so if anybody wants to pick your brain on something, maybe, you know, again, so many times when you have a conversation with someone, you walk away, oh, I should have asked this, or I forgot about telling this, or right. vice versa. So for those that want to ask you something or just get involved or whatever, uh, what's the best, you know, whatever you're comfortable putting on the air, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you, Sean? Uh, so, so the best way to do it is, there's, also, there's another website, it's uh, innovationcenterbuffalo.org, mm-hmm. or is it .com, I can't remember. But it's one of the two. I'll check it out right now. <laughs> you keep talking. And on that website, it's uh, more information about, you know, the programming and the office options uh, and our and our, our networks here at the Innovation Center. But there's also a direct request. You know, you can put your name and send a small message. It comes right to me. And probably that way, too. Did you know it's an inter- Oh, yeah. Actually, this is it right here. So let's see here. It is. It's org. Is it org? I think you it's org. It now? <laughs> I okay. believe so. You're right. It is org. Yeah. So, okay. Innovationcenterbuffalo.org. Yeah. You can go right to events and they're all right here. Right. So that's cool. Yeah, man. So I just really appreciate your time today. And uh, again, you know, it took a couple months to get us get you on here, but I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad we did, Sean. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's nerve wracking coming in knowing that you're being recorded, but that I feel like that actually went yeah, pretty Yeah. By the way, do I have your permission <laughs> to put this on the air? Yeah. Just take, the, take <laughs> Sam off. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll edit that out. Or maybe we won't now because we're talking about it. And otherwise, people are like, what are they talking about? Well, that's—I mean—that's if the if the innovation if the innovation center uh, were to be rep, if were to be represented today during this interview, that worked perfectly because yeah. you can't hide in this place. It's truly collaborative. People are going to talk to you. People are going to find you, and people are going to ask you for either for help or to help or for you to help them mm-hmm. or for them to help you. Yeah. And that's the that's the uh, the essence of our community. Yeah. So for those, obviously, that are physically here, it's just me and Sean in this room here, in the podcast room here. And what's really cool is they actually, the Innovation Center here actually has a podcast room. So you can use their equipment. We're using my equipment because I don't know all the technical stuff of it all. <laughs> but there's literally four awesome microphones here and recording. So if you're talking about starting a podcast, yeah, this is this is a room you can use if you don't feel like buying all the equipment. And, and what's so funny is the four, four gentlemen, who I don't know, but obviously you know Sean, they just popped in. Uh, yeah. You're looking to use the room or whatnot, but uh, it's it's truly collaborative. You can't yeah. right, you can't hide. So I just a couple of just a couple more tidbits, if you don't mind, a couple of exciting things that we're working on. You know, just a couple of tenants that people should know about are you know, uh, Ready Bike. All the red bikes you see around town, they call the Innovation Center home. We also have a a, a large a large group of um, of computer developers. I guess I don't know exactly what. They like like to be called, but mm-hmm. Zappos.com. Like they have a they have a strong group here at the Innovation Center that are here every single day. Um, not for profits like the like the BNMC, my company, and uh, Girls Education Collaborative are just some of the exciting companies that are here every single day that are l- always looking for help, but also willing to help you. Mm-hmm. And um, and that I think is what makes us really special. Yeah. So that's so cool, man. I know for a fact someone needed to hear this podcast today. Maybe they're looking to find a space or maybe they're looking for a better group. Or Again, you are who you surround yourself with. Right. So for me, you know, it's always cool to be around great people. So, yeah. um, and it, yeah. we go with the try before you buy thing. So <laughs> if you come in and try it for a few days, you know, like it, no, you know, no skin off my back. Mm-hmm. But if you come in and you love it, you know, we'll move forward we'll work, yeah. with however or with whatever situation works for you. You know, we are very, we are very un- are non-traditional landlords. Yeah. And so we understand companies grow, companies fail, everything in the buildings month to month. We're here to help you out. Yeah. So when you gave me the tour, it was like the, and I know you would be this way, but just in case those that don't know you, it's the most non, it was not pushy at all. Was, hey Dave, this is what we do. This is what we do. This is what we do. Hey, here's the, you let me know if you want to go any further. And like, that was just really cool. So, uh, 
Yeah, very, very hands off. But um, thanks again for your time, Sean. I really appreciate you and uh, your, your time and your, you know, sharing your wisdom, your thoughts, and your story with us. Yeah, anytime. Happy to do it. If you loved listening to the Western New York Entrepreneurs Podcast and want more, subscribe to it and head on over to wnyentrepreneur.com for articles, what's coming up next, and to get involved. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.